0: Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Get over to Leon Tailoring for that young person who graduated. Congratulations, by the way. And make sure they've got the clothes for that big job interview. Hey, the economy may be good, but you still got to dress for success. And Leon Tailoring, they can help your young person do that with the professional wardrobe and attire that they need. And so all those years of college and getting a degree do not go to waste. So Leon Tailoring, the perfect place to get your young professional off to that start in the world of work. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Are Should we good, broadcast folks? We'll just kind get started with questions. Yeah. All. all right. Okay. So, representative, uh, and just if I ask you a question, just look straight ahead. Okay. Oh, first off, just overall reaction to this budget. Um. I'm not happy with the budget. The Democrats will not be happy with this budget. This budget is woefully under, underfunded in regards to the human infrastructure that we've always talked about. Uh, at this point, I wait to see the conference committee report, and with the conference committee report, and then see what the school runs are going to be. I mean, expansion of vouchers at, at that magnitude is despicable from my perspective. Um, you, the public health funding. Is it at least, a, it's $225 million, which is what the House Republicans have what the Senate Republicans have. Is it at least a good start? Gee, it is a start out of the blocks, but you know what, I think we should do more with that. I mean, if we're going to look at where we are in, in, in the state of Indiana in regards to health and the healthcare outcomes, we need to have more money toward there. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a $1.5 billion over our revenue forecast. And we can't fund public health at the rate or or anything like that for for people. It's just just not, it doesn't make, it's not not sensible at this point. And uh, I'll hope that they would just go back, work on it again, and and take care of, of people here in the state of Indiana. What, in your view, would have been the better way to use the money that'll allow school choice vouchers to expand? Well I, I think you know number one we need to look at you know they're rolling in school vouchers into the whole formula which takes away from traditional public schools so you have a small group of individuals that are going to benefit from this I mean it's, I mean it's, it's a double tax cut. I mean, you know, even with the income tax, uh, speeding up that for people who are wealthy, they get more of a cut. And then in regards to uh, the vouchers, you, get, you are able to get another cut, so you get a double tax relief uh, for people who are wealthy, who already send their kids to, to schools, and then getting rid, rid, getting rid of the pathways, I mean, I mean that's even more uh, hard for, for me to swallow. At this date in the session. How do democrats plan to address these issues well we're going we're going to advocate we're going to go to to the floor once we see everything that we have then we'll uh advocate what we feel that we we should have i mean you know at this point i mean they've been working on it i've asked to be part of the conversations a long time ago uh i I, you know it's been uh the jumping jack type thing you know maybe sometimes you're in sometimes you're out but you know I think at this point we're just going to have to move forward, say what we what we need in regards to uh, this budget, and, and ask them not only look for where we are right now in budget, but look down two years down the road. I mean, I mean we are just looking at where we are right now, but we have to look down the road by a couple more years. You know, we're hoarding away money through the Indiana Indiana Economic Development Council. We're giving them millions of dollars and sitting in a bank somewhere, and where we can use that money to help build this state where we need to go. $50 million for SB1, the mental health, um, what's your response to that? Drop in the bucket. I mean, a small drop. I mean, you know, they were, they were looking for $130 million, and, and that was what they were, they were, they were asking for. But we really need a lot more, probably need a billion dollars in regards to SB1. Martin University will get five billion, and then they're going to kick another five to a different, uh, subs- dirt program with the same general aim. The house was originally going for the governor's request of ten million. Your thoughts on that? Well, I guess a half a, cup, a half a cup is better than none. Uh, $5 million for Martin University will help them in regards to their programming and where they're going with, with the state's uh, longest-serving minority institution. in uh, opening it up for other institutions It's palatable. Uh, so I think that was a good compromise. At least Martin University got something. In your view, when we come to the end of this session, will Hoosiers have gotten any real help? on their property taxes? Absolutely not. I, I don't think so. They they said we would look at fourteen ninety nine. We don't know what fourteen ninety nine even looks like right now. Uh, you know we still have till Saturday to be here, but hopefully we'll get out tomorrow as they say. But we don't know what fourteen ninety nine really has. I mean they're working through it, but I don't think we'll uh, the Hoosiers will see a real uh, relief in regards to their property taxes. What Do you think of? it was wise to speed up the property tax or the uh, income tax cuts because that's what they do. I mean, they sped up the inheritance tax. They sped up the corporations tax. They, you know, they, so that's that's what the Republicans do with the supermajority. They speed things up, thinking that it will help the economy, and it just won't. The, again, the only individuals who will benefit from this are the wealthier uh, individuals, not those those working men and women here in state. Do you see any wins in this budget? I see not really. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean. There may be a, a couple of things uh, for minority health and, and things like that. But no, I, I think not with a, uh, a north of $2 billion surplus. I say $1.5 but you got to remember, they took off some of the Medicaid money. You know, they, they take that off the table. So, you know, when you, when you look at it, it's not, uh, it, you know, the win, is for the people with the vouchers. Okay? They win. I mean, I, mean, I saw them kind of dancing there in the corner. Uh, so they win. Traditional public schools don't win. Yeah, and uh, I, the, the good thing about it is uh, the, the textbook tax is gone. So I mean, there are a couple of things that's out there, but when it comes down to holistically, I mean, it, it's it, you know, it, it's kind of seasoned a little bit. You're gonna give you this, you know, this this food that you, this, it's, it's bland, but we're gonna give you a little bit so you can swallow it. But Democrats are not gonna swallow this. What kind of impact do you feel like uh, the voucher expansion is going to have on public schools? And if I recall, they expanded vouchers last budget, too. Right. I think it's going to be very uh, d- devastating in regards to, to, to those, those uh, to traditional public schools because now you're going to have to see if they have to have more re- referendums. And so how are you going to continue to fund these schools, and it's going to have impact on local government, uh, because we try to do referendums, so it not only hurt public schools, but it hurts the local government. When this thing came out of the house, you pulled out a socket wrench and said, "I want the Senate to ratchet this thing back, relative to this thing when it came out of the house—better, worse, about the same." I, I think when I say ratchet it back, I, I think it—it um, didn't did happen. I mean, at first, at first it did, but you got—and also, I like—I like the Senate version. And then once that happened, but as time went on and and they negotiated with themselves, uh, the the ratchet became rusted. I think it's safe to say Democrats have had some ups and some downs over the last several months of this session. Um, Budget coming out, you know, obviously the last couple days. Overall, how are you feeling about how the budget's affecting your mental losses this year? It's yet to be seen. I I think we are, there are some things that we did get in the budget that we like. Uh, but it's, it's, there are not enough victories or, or uh, line items that we can vote for this budget at this point. There, there's not enough, you know, period. Are you guys coming together as a caucus to vote against it in its current form? Uh, we, will, we will talk about it in caucus. Do you think that uh, public school funding is uh, inadequate, you know, with what's left after the budget and for the, the voucher increase? Do you think that the, uh, what's going to build schools is? I don't think, no, I, I think with, with the voucher expansion and everything that we have, I don't think that the, the traditional public schools are going to benefit. At this rate, they're not even getting inflationary rates, inflationary dollars going into their school corporations. It's not, it's not occurring. So if you're not getting inflation rates and, and things like that, it's wrong. I mean, think about we talked about more money for teachers and having teachers make a minimum salary. All right, that's. I mean, all these commissions that the government has put together are not really being funded adequately, and the money's there. And of course they're gonna say well, it's not sustainable. Well, you know what? You know, taking away uh, the pathways to the, the doctors and the, those dollars to to me, that's not sustainable. Thanks for having Thanks a lot. Thank you, Thank you all. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.